Start your day with a fresh word of encouragement. I'm Paul DeYong, and you're now listening to Words of Life, a daily devotional from our life team. Good to be joining everyone today for the Words of Life podcast. This is Caroline. And this is Ben. And today we are looking at Romans 10. So, um, hey, what a cool couple of uh, days it's been looking at this book of Romans. Uh, I've loved hearing everyone's perspectives on it. Uh, Before we get into today, I do have a question. Have you ever been looking for something that was right in front of your face? I sure have. Let's just say that the other week I was looking for my telephone and I am searching the house and I'm saying to the kids, where's my phone? Have you touched mummy's phone? Can't find it anywhere. Only to find that my youngest son taps me on the shoulder and he goes, hey mummy, he goes, your phone's in your back pocket. (laughs) I'm like, awesome. (laughs) Yeah, I I think we've all been there. Uh, Well, this is kind of what's happening in this chapter in Romans 10. Um, before we get into that, let's kind of look at where we've been over the last few chapters right. because Romans, it's, it's a dense book. There's a lot in there. It sure is. Um, that, so, you know, it, it's starting off, and I think Pastor James and Deb's talked about this in the first kind of session. They talked about the fact that there was infighting in the church in Rome at the time between the Jewish people and the Gentile people. Right. So, Gentile people, not Jewish. That's pretty straightforward. <laughs> Uh, and there was kind of infighting about, well, who has salvation and who are God's people? And Paul's almost trying to, like, bust up an argument And when he, when he starts writing Romans. And he says, you know, well, actually, you're all equal because we've all messed up. Mm. So no matter what your background or your heritage or your ethnicity, everyone has messed up. No one deserves God. And yet we all can equally receive salvation from him. Right. Which is great news. Uh, we are saved and forgiven, not by what we can do, but through God's grace, which we receive by faith. Uh, and then he goes on to talk about that we no longer have to be bound by sin, but can live in the freedom uh, and the fullness of the Spirit, which, again, such a great promise. And then we get to chapters 9 or 11, and it suddenly kind of switches direction. And Paul's been talking about what it means to have salvation, what it means to live by the Spirit. And then he turns to this discussion of what happens to the Jewish people now? Like, what happens to these people group? Now, Paul himself was a Jewish Christian. And so his heart is heavy with this discussion of, well, what is God doing in history and has he forgotten these people? And, you know, this would be a pretty real sentiment to, to know that your people have such a history of the, you know, the Old Testament, of the covenants, of the promises, and then to now go, are we now outside of God's plan? Paul may have been thinking, like, what was the point of all this? I don't, have you ever felt like that? Like, what was the point of this, God? Oh, uh, 100%. I mean, I, I remember back to the day when I gave my heart to Jesus and we turned up at a, a friend's house and the friend said to my mum, well, we're going to church. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, really? And, you know, I think if we're really real yeah. and we look back... Um, at our lives, there are multiple circumstances that are like that. And, you know, you can start asking God, well, why is this happening? And actually miss the very thing that God is wanting to do in us. And, you know, the one thing I guess I've learned over my Christian walk is that God's always at work. Yeah. You know, he's, 
he's weaved into the fabric of our everyday lives and nothing happens by coincidence. He's always right there and he's right in the middle of our lives. And I think the challenge is, is to take that time to reflect each day, stand back and, and bring that perspective. And it's, it's kind yeah. of a little bit like if you had your face pushed right up to a painting yeah. and then you take a few steps back and you see the big picture you know, you, you get that perspective, you get that clarity. And yeah. it was a bit like when I was searching for my phone, I actually had that phone in my pocket the whole time. Yeah. You know, and Paul says the same thing about his people, that they're zealous, but they actually don't understand what God's been doing. They've missed the point. Yeah. And I think this is and it's such a, such a great illustration of having a nose up against a painting because... What Paul does in these chapters cause is, is he takes a big step back and goes, yeah. you know, in the grand cosmic scheme of all of human history, what is God doing? Uh, which, you know, and I think, you know, sometimes people get into these chapters, Romans 9 to 11, and start talking about, well, some people are chosen by God and others are not. That's not the grand context of this passage. The grand mm. t- context of this passage is that God uses people, sometimes willingly, sometimes unwillingly, but he uses them both to bring about his purpose, which is bringing salvation to everybody. Right. Uh, which is an incredible thing. And, you know, uh, again, when we've got our nose pressed up against the painting, our nose pressed up against what is happening right now in the immediate, we can miss the big, the big point of what God is doing. Yeah, I agree. Um, which is a great thing. And, you know, he, there's a reason why Paul uses so many Old Testament scriptures in this passage, because he's, again, trying to draw back to this is a big picture, this is a point. Um, and where we get to, then I guess I guess the challenge of this passage is this idea of that the, that this gift is so close. Um, let, let me ask you a question: What's the furthest or most outrageous length you've gone to for a gift? Okay, so a number of years ago, I was living overseas, and I just think I was thinking about oh, what can I do for my little nieces yeah. back in New Zealand who. Um, you know, we, we don't see them very often. We just wanted to shower them with gifts. So my husband and I came up with this brilliant idea that we would just go and buy lots of little gifts, but lots of cool little gifts, wrap them up and yeah. post them and send them individually. Yeah. I think the postage wow. was far outweighed <laughs> the cost of the actual gifts, but yeah. yeah. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's, that's cool. I, uh, if anyone out there wants to send any gifts... Um, contact us. We will give you our address. <laughs> that sounds great. Uh, you know, there is definitely that desire sometimes in getting in, you know, moving mountains to get gifts to people. Yeah, I know true. trying to it's buy true. gifts from people overseas when you've got like, you know, trying to order through Amazon or something like it, and you know they don't deliver to that country, and then you've got to oh, find wow. ways around it. And um, but the great news of Romans ten that Romans ten is reminding us is that we don't have to go far to find this gift of salvation. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have to go to outrageous lengths. We can't earn this gift uh, at all, but it's given freely. Mm. And Paul talks about the fact that, you know, it's not something that you have to go up high or down low from, but it's in our hearts and in our mouths. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's a gift that we receive salvation just by believing in our hearts and declaring with our mouth. And he goes on to say uh, in verse 14 and 15, How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom yeah. they have not heard? Yeah. And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they are sent? 
as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, yes. who bring glad tidings of good things. You know, the, the challenge of this passage is not how on earth can we try and achieve or attain or deserve this salvation. That's been freely given. Mm. The challenge is people need to know about it. And just the other day, I was at a mall. I was just going in to get a few groceries and a few items from the chemist. And I saw this sign uh, in kind of the walkway area saying, if you spend $50, you can get a free movie ticket. Right. Well, I've got to tell you that my buying at the, uh, of, at the chemist warehouse kind of upped a little bit. I have hand soap for days now because I got my $50. <laughs> I went and got my free movie ticket. And then I told like 10 people that day oh, about, hey, if you spend so 50 good. bucks at the mall, you can get a free movie ticket. You know, it was good news. Yeah. I thought that was worth sharing. But how much greater is the gospel That's and how right. much more uh, should we be compelled to tell people about this? So good, Ben. You know, we're all called to be that kingdom influence. And yes. I, I actually vividly remember a couple of years ago having this conversation with my daughter, Emily. And yeah. she said, Mom, I go to a Christian school. I go to church. All my friends are Christian. You know, how do I, how do I get to, to share the gospel with yeah. people who don't know him? And anyway, long story short, she ends up with this school project where she gets to encourage someone. Mm -hmm. And she chose the tuck shop lady, and she wrote this little note encouraging her. And anyway, unbeknownst to Emily, this lady takes the note to the school principal and said, this absolutely spoke to me. And she ended up going to the church the following Sunday, regave and rededicated her life to God, Wow. God gives us the opportunity. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's not in the way we think that he's going to give us that opportunity, but we all have the opportunity to share the good news with someone else. And, you know, I think sometimes if you're like my daughter and you think, where is that opportunity? We've just got to ask God for it. Yeah. Such such a good challenge. And even, you know, I'm I'm challenge in this moment as well like how often do I walk through my day looking for those Mm. people to have that opportunity Mm. because it was such great news and it's so easy to receive just are we letting people know yeah Um, you've got great kids I said (laughs) it before but you've got great kids they must have some good parents uh hey look we're going to pray and wrap up today but let that be the I guess the challenge for you today like who can you uh who can you who can you bring the gospel to today Will you allow the Holy Spirit to guide you and lead you into how you can fill someone in on the good news? Let me pray. God, we just thank you for the incredible gift of salvation. Jesus, we thank you for what you've done for us. And Holy Spirit, we pray that just as we keep our eyes and our hearts open today, that God, you would allow us to play a part in someone receiving this incredible gift of salvation. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Have a great day. Bye. Thanks for joining us for another encouraging word from the Life Team. Don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. We'd love to have you join us at church this Sunday. If you're in Auckland or Melbourne, check out the website for a location near you. Or you can choose to join us online from wherever you are. Find a service at lifenz.org.